What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Unsponsored Podcast. Drew and Zach, once again, back at it. And there's been some huge developments for Zach this week. That's right. School is back in session. The return of Zoom University is here. Uh, as of this recording, you've you've had, what, three days so far of this new semester, right? Yep. How is it, dude? How are things going? What's it like being back? Uh, well, today, actually, I woke up this morning. I had a class at 1030. But uh, I got an email, and my professor goes, yeah, Wednesday class today is asynchronous. So I just went back to sleep. Um, and uh, I also have another asynchronous class, my astronomy class. Um, and then a lot of my other professors are just like, yeah, you know, we're just going to make a bunch of asynchronous classes. So this semester, I'm basically just chilling. Um, <laughs> will I get the work done? That's the question. Probably not. Um, do tomorrow? Do tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. There you go. And, for, and just to clarify for those out there, it's uh, do tomorrow, D-U-E, question, mm-hmm. question mark? Yep. Do tomorrow, D-O, tomorrow. Yeah, we know how we know how that works. I think anybody who's I mean, really, school at any level, many people have probably adopted that mantra. Uh, college, though, it's like they, they, they give you way too much freedom to, to, to do that kind of thing. And so I, I think like within the first two weeks of college, you kind of figure out, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to I'm just going to live by that. I'm going to live and die by that. Um, dude, that, that, that's pretty awesome, though. It, it wasn't like that last semester for you, though, right? Like mo- most of the stuff had was like was like some very time specific instruction, wasn't it? Yeah, last semester was just basically everyday classes at specific times. I had like a filled out the video production class, which you know because you've helped me with a couple mm-hmm. of the, the mm-hmm. couple of the couple of the assignments. Uh, we started like every morning nine forty five. Sometimes we cut it early to like nine thirty at start just to fit in more like material. But this semester, I'm, my my professor was just like yeah on Thursdays we don't have classes asynchronous. Uh, you know, most Wednesdays we're not gonna have classes because they're gonna be asynchronous. I'll tell you when we have classes. So, dude, that that's that's sweet. Yeah, I only ever had like, I mean, I did take a few classes in college that were hybrid, some completely online, and 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 so a handful of those as a result because of the online instruction were asynchronous as well. Dude, I messed up bad one time though. I was I was in this biology class. I think like my second to last semester, because it was one of the, it was one of the requirements that I, that I needed to get done, but I just, I put it off for too long. And I was just like, well, I need this class to graduate. So I decided to take this bio, like a really basic biology class, my last semester of college or my second to last semester of college. And I remember we would take quizzes weekly on Fridays. I used to work at a bagel shop and the quizzes would be during my shift while I was working at the bagel shop at a boss that was cool enough to just be like, yeah, it's fine. You can just, you know, take your 10 minute break or 15 minute break or whatever, and then just do the quiz on your phone or on your laptop if you want. And so I, I kind of lucked out with that, but I never missed a quiz. It, it was, it was a midterm that I missed. I swear to God, bro, I missed a midterm. Like it, had I not taken it, I, I, I wouldn't have passed that class and I probably would have had to stay an extra semester would have been, that would have been awful. So what happened was, was I like, I emailed the professor and I was just like, I'm so sorry. And, and I don't want to be like a charity case or anything like that. But, you know, I got hung up at work and I totally forgot that we had a midterm. Not true, by the way. I just, I like, I, I like, I just, I just forgot. I just completely forgot. I didn't like, I, I just failed to look at the syllabus 
and the schedule and realized, oh, I have a midterm that day. But uh, but dude, the, the the professor was so cool about it. He let me take it. And um, they say college can be tough, but lower level general ed classes are not that tough because that thing was like open book and open note. He was just like, just feel free. I, I mean, it would have been anyways, because we were taking it virtually, right? Like nobody, if nobody's going to be there to stop you from like using notes in, in the book, then you're going to use the notes in the book. But he encouraged it. He was like, yeah, that's fine. You can go ahead and use it. And uh, yeah, I ended up passing and ended up, ended up uh, graduating. And then there was another class that like, I, I think I'm just a failure because there was another class that was actually in person that I took a couple years prior to that in college. It was like an American government class. I missed the midterm. I just like didn't go for something. Like, I just, I, I did, I didn't look at the syllabus close enough. Real. I, I didn't realize that I had a midterm on the specific day. Didn't go to class. I emailed the professor and I'm like, I didn't even come up with an excuse. I was just like, look, I missed the midterm. <laughs> like that's completely my fault. I don't even have an excuse. Um, is there any way that I could take it for like partial credit or anything like that? And she was, and she was super cool, but she was like, look, like I can't, like, I can't, I can't in good conscience just like let you, let you take this midterm just cause you didn't go to class. I was like, all right, cool. So I was just writing like a D plus the entire semester. The very last thing that we had to do for that class was a written paper about current events. And at that time, the whole relocation saga with the Kings was going down. And this was, this was when they had the, this, like the day that I had to present was the day of the board, the board of governors meeting in like Orlando or New York or whatever it was, where they were voting, they're making, they're, they're, they're doing the final vote on whether or not the Kings were going to stay in SAC. Uh, this was the sale that was supposed to go to Seattle. And um, yeah, I remember I did my presentation in my paper on the Maloofs and the Kings and the relocation saga. And I, and I feel as if the professor, like she, she felt the passion in my voice. She, she felt how much I cared and how much I wanted the Kings to stay. And it was probably the best presentation I've ever done in my entire life because I mean, you and I are Kings fans. Obviously there's a lot of passion there and, during that time, we all wanted the team to stay, and it was like a huge deal. Um, I remember doing that presentation, and I remember after class, she told me that was that was fantastic, that was great. Like I, that that one hundred percent was an A plus. She gave me an A plus on the presentation, and I took my took my grade from a D, like a solid D, to like a B. I can't believe I walked out of that with a B minus because she gave me some extra points on the presentation and on the paper. And so I recovered nicely from the two times that I forgot to take midterms and tests. But that's the danger of these asynchronous hybrid type classes is sometimes you just like when you work at your own pace, man, you're play, you're playing with fire. So yeah, exactly. Ho hopefully, hopefully you're on top of it so that you don't have to stay any longer than you have to in college because college is expensive. Um, well, you know, I mentioned the do tomorrow, do tomorrow. Right. Uh, I've been kind of rocking that. Um, I've been kind of rocking that, uh, that 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 go to slogan. Little, little mindset, uh, probably since like freshman year of high school. Mm -hmm. Um, yep. and I'm, I'm a, you know, third year, second semester junior in college. So obviously something's working. You're built different. Exactly. So period. You're, you're, you're absolutely built different. That's so there you go. Yeah. Um, all right. <clears throat> I want to, I want to talk about something that, and, and, and maybe, you, maybe some of you out there will relate. So maybe some of you, maybe, maybe some of you won't, I, I, I don't know. It all depends on whether or not you, uh, you use, you use these types of apps. Uh, but you and Isaac have, We've dabbled, right? But not really have leaned in all the way to uh, dating apps, <laughs> right? Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, uh, plenty of fish, right? There's there's all these there's all these dating apps, right? And uh, I still remember. I don't know how old you were. You were probably like 
14, 15 when Tinder first started popping, right? And and that app is like not meant for, for high schoolers, obviously. So like, you know, like the whole thing though, I, I still remember like I was thinking I was around the time I was like, I was like 21, 22 or something like that. So if you guys can do the math, you guys can figure out how old I am. It's like, it's not a small number though. I'm like old as dirt. I'm like fossil fuel old. But those apps were popping off when I was like at that age where like, it certainly was an app that applied to me. And certainly they were things that applied to me directly because it was new. It was all the rage and, and it involved technology. Now they just become like, they, they become like a, a staple of our, of our social lives. Right. And as just part of society like that, it just, they, they've ingrained themselves into our society and, and, and everybody knows what they are. Everybody knows somebody who uses it or they use it themselves. Um, and some people have like a lot of luck on there, man. Like I, I, I know people who have, relationships that started up on dating apps and, and they're still going strong or some have even got married. It's pretty crazy. Uh, but again, you and I have dabbled. We haven't completely used them like super tough, like some people we know, but there is, and this person will rename, they'll, they'll, they'll remain unnamed, but we have, a, we have, a, we have a good friend. Uh, and he's been on these apps for a long time. He's used them for a long time. And He's very familiar with them. Uh, recently, though, he's run into a bit of a snag. <laughs> <laughs> one of our good friends was banned off of one of these dating apps. I'm still trying to process how that's like even a thing, how you could even get banned off of these things. Uh, there's obviously some stuff out there that just goes without saying, right? Like guys will send dick pics, right? You know, just, or like super grotesque, sexually explicit messages that are cringe that end up on some of the pages that you and I will follow. Like we follow pages that kind of like make fun of just overzealous misogynistic males. And we don't, we don't follow it because we like agree with it. Let's make that clear. We follow it because it's, 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 it's disturbing, but some of the stuff can be funny. Uh, some of the stuff that I see though, I'm just like, Oh my God, like there, people out there exist. Like they really do exist and send these messages and do these types of things, which, which just, it, it's, it's flabbergasting. It's, just, it's so strange, but uh, we know for a fact that our, our friend doesn't do those types of things. As a matter of fact, he's, he might even be the opposite of that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's a completely different thing that he was, that he was, uh, that he was, um, that he was wiped for off, off this particular app. But yeah, we we now know somebody who's been banned off of a dating app. Zach, <laughs> thoughts on this? Uh, what was your initial reaction when you found out? Um, I remember when we got the text. I just uh, held down the text, hit haha, <laughs> and uh, I just typed in LMFAO in caps. Um, and it's so funny because males being males, um, the Instagram page we on Instagram send, at males being males, M A M A L E S being males. Yeah. Yeah. We always, we always send just the, the, the creepy stuff, but, uh, you know, if you were to end up on that account, it'd probably be for like one of the funnier posts we'd send mm -hmm. yeah. for, for it. Like, like the one I sent the other day, it's, uh, it was through Snapchat this time, but it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Hey, you know, Melman. And then the person's like, what? And then they just sent a picture of Melman from madagascar, from madagascar. <laughs> to to the person through snapchat and it was just like it's just like stuff like that it's just like why why are you even sending messages like that and it's like come on man come on but uh yeah dating apps we were we 
our whole friend group was just on there just trying to cause some i don't know just get reactions out of people yeah yeah and this was like in the in the in the in the midst like in the deep heart of quarantine where we had absolutely nothing to do no sports exactly. no human interaction none of that like we were just, just on there just messing around messing with yeah. people yeah and uh yeah some uh yeah that males being males it's like the dudes on there just become there with the aggressiveness mm-hmm. and it's just like you can compare the aggressiveness to like what we would send Mm-hmm. and our what we would send would probably just make you look at the the message and just be like okay and then yeah. just like just kind of look away right but yeah our friend our friend man. yeah so so look <laughs> the guys that you're and again guys if you want to check out the page it's called males being males it's not even like a plug it's not even like yeah you know free advertising for them or anything like, like it's if anything you probably don't want to go down that that page too far because, or you don't want to look at every post because some of the stuff is just really unsettling, yeah. but uh, it just proves that there are guys like that, that are, that, that are like, they're out there. Like they, they do these things. Like there are guys that exist that would just send in, in, incredibly cringe and, and, and just unnerving messages over dating apps. Here's the thing about our friend that got banned though. We know he's not doing that kind of stuff. No. Uh, I guess the best way that I could describe what he allegedly was banned for was basically (laughs) he was, and look, if you've been on these dating apps, I think both ways, if you're uh, a guy looking at girls pages or the other way around girls looking at guys pages, you're going to see, or, you know, if you're non-binary or whatever, I mean, there's, there's probably so many different people out there who will put their, their social media handles, specifically their Instagram handles into their profiles. And part of that is maybe, okay, yeah, uh, come take a look at me outside of this site where my number of pictures that I can put up is limited and see what I'm about on Instagram. And in a way, that's an easier way to see what somebody's about outside of this very cookie cutter, very uh, strict format for like a dating app, right? Uh, some other people might take that as, and this is this is where our friend falls into. This is the category that our friend falls into. Some people might look at people putting their Instagram handles and their dating profiles as, hey, you should come follow me. I'm a come follow chaser. me on Instagram and, and follow my page so I can get more clout. Exactly. I'm a clout chaser, basically, right? And there's, without a doubt, there are people out there that like that. There are, pe- there are people out there that do do that in order to get oh, yeah. clout, right? In order Always. to get more followers. Yeah. But- uh basically our good friend decided i'm gonna start calling out these clout chasers and i'm gonna and i'm and and i'm gonna tell them hey you need to stop using these dating apps to gain more followers uh i don't know about you zach but when i see people with their instagram handles in their profiles that's not my first thought is like oh yeah you're a clout chaser sometimes 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 you can kind of tell whether or not that's the case other times I just look at it and I'm like, okay, well, I mean, it's there. I mean, yeah. if I'm interested in looking, I'll just go look them up on Instagram, but I'm not going to follow them. Right. Um, for some reason, <laughs> our, <laughs> our friend, uh, um, I, I, and I, I don't know why, I don't know why, but I, he always kind of immediately jumps to conclusions and just says they're cloud chasing. <laughs> That's the only reason why they would have their Instagram handles on their dating profiles. And so apparently he's just been messaging people and telling them, you know, messaging girls and saying, Hey, 
you're clout chasing, you should stop that. This is a dating app and you're wasting all my free swipes, <laughs> my daily swipes. I don't have that many and I don't want to waste it on you. Uh, so apparently some of them have reported <laughs> him and it could, it could have just been one person. Right. But uh, somebody told me, another good friend of ours told me that he found out via, I think TikTok. Somebody I posted a video talking about if you have found the love of your life on Hinge, it takes a minimum of six reports in order to get their account deleted <laughs> from Hinge. So in order to get them off that app, you got to report them six times so, that, so you can have them all to yourself. Apparently, some guy on TikTok made a video about that, and 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 our, and our friend saw it, and he told me that. So he said, "Okay, if our if our other good friend who was banned." actually got banned for being mass reported well then he's been reported a minimum of six times (laughs) so zach my question to you is at what point would you get the message (laughs) at what point at what point would you say oh yeah maybe i am doing that a little bit too much maybe i am overstepping my boundaries what happened would you knock over i disconnected my monitor content hold on disconnected your monitor oh so you can't see me right now no Yeah, we're experiencing technical difficulties. By the way, I, I'm not editing this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not cutting this up. I'm just gonna leave it in here. No, this is fine because yeah. I'm back. I'm back, yeah. baby. He's I'm back already. Back. See, it took no time at all. Technology, exactly. it, it's no match for us. But yeah, so 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 if it were so if it were you, and you were going around basically playing thought police, <laughs> you were part of the thought patrol, <laughs> and you're trying to and you're trying to and you're trying to lay the hammer down. Um, or, or have them feel your wrath. And that's a direct, that's a direct quote from our friend. Uh, I mean, at what point would you just be like, nah, maybe it's not worth my time to report these, these women. Uh, no, I'm following his route that you clout chasers out there. All right. All right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can have, you can have your, okay. Actually we'll, we'll start real quick. Um, so I was on the dating apps earlier this quarantine, right? And I came across this page and it was, it was like, it was like two girls. Cause you know, like sometimes they can be like, mm. it's just like, you know, first picture is me, second picture is uh, this girl. And then like the third, whatever. And so they had their Instagram. It was, their Instagram was at Tinderella. Oh, I, don't know I, I remember this. Yeah. 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 Go, on, go on. I don't remember. Okay. So, so what it was, was I looked up their Instagram and I thought it was just like their shared account and everything like that. But actually, they had a bunch of dudes they matched with. Uh-huh. And then they had people go to their account and rate if they should swipe right or left on them. Uh-huh. With that, and they just put like all their descriptions and like everything like that. And I was just like, this is totally fucked up because yeah. these people do not know that you were putting the info and stuff like uh-huh. that from yeah. Tinder onto Instagram and stuff like that. And I just saw it and I was just like, bro, come on. And it was just like, you. These dudes out there are probably just like, we'll never know. And you probably, and, you know, people are just probably putting up some, some thoughts into their head about these dudes who are just like, just, you know, trying to, trying to get us like a right swipe and trying to match and send a, send a cheesy pickup line uh, and everything like that, you know? Um, so that's, that's my little story on that. Um, what I would do. Yeah. Again. So back to my point, no cloud chasers. So if you got your Instagram handles <laughs> in there, um, take them out because, you know, even though, you know, for girls, it may be different. You can put it up there. We're going to look, we're going to scout. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I ain't hitting that follow. 
unless unless you match. So. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I, I guess in a sense, and I don't want to be an enabler of this kind of behavior both ways. But I, I don't know, man. It's just kind of weird. Like when I roll out of bed every morning, I'm just like, all right, yeah, let's see. Time to get my time to get my day started. You know, like I, there are things that I got to do, and there are things that. Uh, that that I'm that I'm sure I'd love to to cross off my daily tasks list for the day. One of them wouldn't be going onto a dating website or dating app and and being like a gatekeeper <laughs> for like for like what isn't and is allowable on those sites. And I mean, it's, there's not like there's like a policy that says, "Hey, don't put your Instagram handle in your bio." You know, no 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 dating site has ever did that, right? So like, it doesn't really bother me enough to where I'd be like, you know, if I saw somebody with their Instagram handle um, and, and, the, and the thing is like, there's like a million of, uh, of those profiles that have their, their Instagram handles on there. So I'm still, un, I'm still unclear about whether or not our good friend was reporting every single person with an Instagram handle in their bio, or was he just being selective because he has, you know, the sixth sense and, and, and is able to weed out which ones are the real clout chasers as opposed to somebody who just happens to have their Instagram bio or Instagram handle in their bio. But I suppose I could see from the other side too. It's like, it is like, like a, a little, like kind of low for somebody to just go on a dating website and know that they're definitely guys on these dating apps that will kind of fall for it. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll go on these dating apps and, they won't hesitate one second to follow somebody on Instagram if they think that they're attractive or if they think that they could maybe get at them that route, right? Like via Instagram as opposed to the app. Um, you also got to think the catfishes. Oh yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. That's true. And I mean, like, I want to say like half the time, sometimes when I'll, when I'll, when I'll check somebody's Instagram bio, I would say close to half the time, especially with, with how content is being sold now, like through OnlyFans. And things like that, like a lot of times, like you just you go to their Instagram profile and you realize, oh, yeah, yeah, no, this is this <laughs> is a page that's clearly this is purely for selling content. Like, uh, no thanks. I thought this was something different. Uh, sometimes you can just tell straight from the from the picture, like right away. Um, but again, a lot of people put their Instagram handles or their social handles in their dating profile bios, right? So. My question is, is if we're talking about pure volume here, how many people did this guy report? <laughs> how many people did he message and say, hey, stop yeah, could that. You, could you imagine, uh, you know, he, him just waiting for that 12-hour clock yeah. to just tick down? <laughs> just to message somebody? Like, yeah. it, do you think he's putting up, like, Wilt Chamberlain numbers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's put, yeah, Russ is 2016, 2017 season. Yeah. Yeah, There's a star triple doubles. Yeah, some girl on um, God, what school was it? I think it was Michigan. Some, some, some. Oh, recently, this past. Yeah, uh... yes, like this past week, like a few <laughs> days ago, I like, scored like scored like fifty points, and the rest yeah. of the team scored like twenty, and they and they barely <laughs> and won they stole, because she yeah. was yeah. Or wait, did they lose or did they win? I think I think they still lost. But like, oh god, they still lost a couple points. Yeah, like she scored like fifty points, and the second leading score had like fourteen, and then the rest of the team had like single digit points. Like, like yeah. is 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 our good friend putting up those types of numbers? Yeah. No help. <laughs> All right. No help. No help. He's never needed any. Trust he's me. He's LeBron 2017-18 playoff season. Yeah, he's he's uh 2016 finals LeBron, those types yeah. of numbers. Like especially games uh especially games five through seven. Yeah. He was putting up those types of numbers 
uh, on these dating apps <laughs> when it comes to messaging women and telling them, hey, take your Instagram bio. I mean, take your Instagram handle out of your bio. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just weird. It's the first instance that I've heard of this. I, 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 I kind of assumed that people would have gotten banned off these sites before purely because they're just grotesque. Like just, just like the, the most disgusting types of dudes. Basically the dudes that we see on males. Exactly. On males being males. Like those guys should be reported and should be banned. Right. Yeah. But we know for a fact that our friend isn't doing this (laughs) and yet he still got banned. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I, 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 I don't know, but it is pretty crazy to think that it doesn't even take you sending like unsolicited nudes and sending super explicit messages for you to get banned. You could, you could simply be part of the thought patrol and you could be banned off of these, off of these apps. It's, I don't know, man. We're we're pushing the threshold is what we're doing. Yeah. We're finding new, new, new loopholes get banned. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is like by far the most impressive because, because I know that we both know that this particular person isn't, that kind of person to just be going out there and just, you know, but I, it, it, I don't know. It's just crazy. But, and and then look, in all honesty, and I've, and I've told them this, but in all honesty, I just wish that they weren't so bothered by that type of thing. You know, like if people want to do that kind of thing and put their Instagram bio or Instagram handle into their bio, that's fine. You know, yeah, and, and, and it's, and it's not like, and it's not like, and it's not like you're going to be following them, you know, so it doesn't really affect you. Yeah. Uh, so when you roll out of, out of bed in the morning, your first thought is probably just going to be about work or whatever it is you got to do that day for whatever it is that you're doing, you know, school, if you're in school and all that stuff. Uh, for some, for some reason, this particular person, I kind of feel as if they wake up in the morning and they go, all right, let's see, which thought am I taking down <laughs> today? <laughs> How many thoughts can I take off of these off of these dating apps? And it's concerning, concerning because uh, you, I, it just doesn't really, you know, like it doesn't really affect you, you know, like uh, yeah. it's it's it, it doesn't directly affect you from day to day, you know, like if if you know if you and if you were like that, I know for a fact I'd be like, dude, Zach, come on, man, chill. Could you could you imagine you wake up one morning and 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 you're just like, you know what, I'm gonna try my luck on Tinder today. You go to your account, it says reported, <laughs> and you know you did nothing wrong, and you're just like, what the fuck? Because all you, because all, all, all someone did was just report you because of just an ad in your mm-hmm. name. Yeah, yeah. Could you, you get? Yeah, I, 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 no, I, I actually can't, and and I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. And, and I honestly, like, the other part of me is wondering, like, if, like the. The people on the other side of this equation, right? So the people who are getting these messages from our <laughs> yeah. friend, what are they thinking? Yeah, well, probably- like what, 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 like what do you, what do you, what do you think, what do you think they're thinking when, when, when they get these messages? What do you, what do you think, what do you think he does when he sends the message if he gets a match and then they unmatch? Do you think he even? Do you think I don't know. He probably, to that or- probably just punches the air. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just throws his phone down. And just- yeah, just tosses it. Yeah. I, 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 I honestly, I honestly don't know. But yeah, I don't know. It, it it's just it's just it's always it's always so confounding when when you when you when you meet people or you know people who like like you just know like the first thought in their mind every day is just like <laughs> negativity. Like they like woke just, up and chose violence. Exactly. You wake up and you choose violence. You know, it's like toxicity. 
right? Like, why? You know, like there's so many other routes you could take. There's so many other things that you could do to, to make use of your time. Um, yeah. You could have gotten extra sleep even, exactly. you know, but sometimes you got to clock in, you got to clock in early for that shift on thought patrol and you don't give, you don't give, you don't even give a second thought about it. You're just like, all right, well, time to, time to get to work. <laughs> let's get, let's get to work fellas. Yeah. And, and it's just, I don't know, sometimes it's concerning. It's just like when, when people put their energy in, in, in certain spaces and in certain parts, aspects of life that, you know, shouldn't be focused on too much. You worry about them. And, and I, and I, and I honestly, like, I don't feel too good talking about it right now on this platform, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I know for a fact they don't listen to our podcast, <laughs> so it's not like they're ever going to find out. But um, the one episode he may listen to, with our luck, would probably be this one. Yeah, but probably not. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy how we have this five star rated podcast that uh, you know we get like at least like five six listeners a week, and they're all strangers basically. Yep. It's like Sam who was on a few weeks ago, and then just a bunch of strangers. So you know, I it, it's. I mean, it's fine. Honestly, it, it gives us more room to just mess around and talk about our friends behind their backs, but out in the open as well. So, you know, it's fake, but also not fake because everybody hears it. Um, but yeah, big shout out to our friends. We love you. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, I, 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 I really like just to wrap this, just to wrap this, this segment up. I just hope like, <laughs> I just, I just hope that, that for their sake, they just let it go. Uh, <laughs> frozen. Just let it go, right? We we all know the song. Uh, please, for the love of God, let it go. And 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 for those of you out there who are listening, if you've had experiences like this on dating apps on both sides, so if you so if you've been uh, approached by just weirdos, uh, we'd love to hear about it. Like not to laugh at it or anything like that, but just like just just to get your perspective on it, we'd love to hear about it. I mean, maybe we'll even have you on. Um, and if you've been banned off of dating apps, then uh, then yeah, reach out to us, talk to us too, because it's. It's interesting. This is the first, this is really the first case of somebody that I know uh, that actually has gotten banned off, off of some of these apps. So it's, it's interesting. And, and the other thing is like, this is all happening during a pandemic where we know that like the, the, the volume and, and the amount of people using these dating apps is, is at like an all time high, even though the possibility of like an in-person date is fairly low simply because of what's going on in the world right now. But it is crazy how like the uptick and just weirdos, coincided with uh the pandemic and you kind of figure that they were always on these apps but it almost seems as if because of the pandemic more of these guys have hopped on these apps so it makes me wonder like during regular times when people can actually be outside and have human interactions are these guys just physically doing this like out in the open like that's i don't know just just an interesting thought you know like maybe maybe it's best that they stay on these apps because of the pandemic because who knows what kind of damage they could be doing in real life. Um, that actually is a decent segue to what I want to talk about next. So obviously Zach, you and I live in Sacramento. Um, there's been, there have been some incidents and, you know, we're talking about creeps and all that stuff, right? Like this, this falls right in line. So for those of you who are listening to this are from Sacramento, maybe you know something about this, maybe you've heard about this. Uh, God forbid you've, you've had to experience this in any capacity. But uh, lately in Midtown, there's been this peeping Tom in Midtown. Now, I said this to you, I said this to you earlier. Yeah. Um, 
I, I first saw it on Facebook. That's right. I'm still on Facebook. Do something about it. Mark Zuckerberg has all my, all my personal information dating back to like 2008 anyway. So, you know, I mean, he can have it. Uh, I'm still on that platform, but I saw this, I saw this on, on Facebook. Um, there's been this peeping Tom in the Midtown and East Sacramento area. Uh, he, like, I was reading some wild stuff in the Facebook comments on the post too. Like apparently this guy has like broken into, broken into apartments while some of the victims are like showering and then they get out of the shower, they see him and he like scatters, like he, he, he just runs away. Uh, he's like tried to like talk to women through their windows. Um, he's, you know, tried to, you know, jiggle door handles and things like that. See, see if houses, houses or apartments are unlocked and he'll try to like sneak in and things like that. Um, and recently they caught him on camera. Now, obviously we don't, we're not, we don't really upload, we don't really upload video of our podcast, but there's a picture of him right there. Um, it's obviously super grainy. I don't even know why I'm doing this. You can just, you can just, you can just search sack police on Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram. You'll see it. Basically, like kind of picture right just, there. yeah. Basically if you just think of a creepy guy, it's kind of yeah. what it just looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Get the image of a creepy guy in your head. Yeah. That's him. That's yeah. the guy. But yeah, apparently he's just been roaming around East, East Sack and Midtown and just like wreaking havoc. And, and he's been caught on multiple people's like cameras, like ring, ring alarm systems and like just security footage and things like that. Guys just walking around, like just chilling. Um, what's kind of chilling and concerning about the picture that I just showed though, is that he looks right into the camera of a ring doorbell. I think it is. And he's just, he's cool with just his face being seen. His mask is down and he's like letting people yeah, chin, let, chin diaper and everything. Yeah. Everything with the chin diaper on. Um, yeah. I, I, apparently they've increased the police presence around East Sac and Midtown, but uh, this guy's still out on the loose, man. They haven't found him yet. Uh, his picture's now out there, but Zach, my question to you is, are we going to have to intervene? Listen, if one more report goes out about him being seen, I think, we're going to have to hop in the 2016 Honda CRV. <laughs> yeah. Or the tw- 2005 Toyota 4 Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Either one. Uh, and just, we're going to have to make a trip to Midtown. We're going to have to handle this. Yeah. We're going to have to step in. Right. Because this is our city, then. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. And, and the last incident, or the last really notable incident of, of, of something like this, happening at least in my mind obviously the biggest instance of this kind of thing uh obviously this is nowhere near it uh this guy's just like a peeping tom creeper stalker kind of guy yeah uh but and this is this has made headlines around the world over the last couple years but the golden state killer right he was originally known as the east area rapist he 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 was out in rancho cordoba which is not too far away from where we live uh and in the 70s was responsible for a series of of sexual assaults out in the Rancho Cordova area and, and some around where we live as well, just throughout Sacramento. Uh, and he was eventually caught. The thing about the Golden State Killer is slash East Area Rapist slash original Night Slocker. The guy's got like four different names. He, he eventually was connected like four or five different sprees of crimes all throughout California. Guy was a freaking nut job, but he was caught. He was caught a couple of years ago uh, in Citrus Heights, 15 minutes away from where we live. It's crazy. The guy was living in our backyard. Um, the thing about that was that didn't sit well with me. And the thing is, is I would have intervened had 12 people not held me back from stopping the East area rapist. I remember that. Yeah. You remember you were there. You were like, yeah. yo man, chill, 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 man. Like the police will handle this. And I said, no, but there were like 12 people holding me back. 
And this was in like 1976. This was a while ago, but like, I've been on this since day one. They're lucky that I wasn't there the day that he got arrested because who knows what would have happened. Apparently like he started screaming when they arrested him because these guys a coward. He started screaming and he was like, I have a roast in the oven. You know, if I walked up, I would have been like, Hey bitch, here's a roast. And I would have socked him in the face. And then I probably would have went in the house, got the roast and just eaten it in front of him. Yeah. I would have been like, Hey, here's a roast. What are those? Yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah. Would have burned his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Got him. Yeah. (laughs) Lame ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That guy sucks. And they're real lucky that I didn't, they're real lucky that I wasn't there. Otherwise, otherwise I would, I would have did something, bro. That, all the stuff that he did, man, didn't sit right with me. No. And then, and then they, they made this whole HBO documentary about him. Uh, I've recommended it to a few of our friends. Uh, right now, our good friend Amir is watching that HBO documentary. Really, really good stuff. Um, but they're lucky that I didn't. They're lucky. They're just lucky that we didn't end up in that documentary because we would have been in there for all the wrong reasons. We would have beat the living shit out of that guy. So mm-hmm. he's like a nade on him. Exactly, with a nade on his ass. So this peep and Tom guy. Here's the thing. Guys like this, they always seem to to start lower and then eventually they start doing more bold things. And then it eventually leads to the unthinkable Yeah. by, by our standards, right? By, by really just human being standards. Uh, it's not normal for you to, to do these types of things. And it always eventually escalates to a point where worse things will happen. Um, so, and, and, and to not, I'm not trying to make a joke out of this or anything like that, but seriously, like something needs to be done because- if this guy isn't caught soon, who knows what he'll do next? He's already broken into houses. He's already been doing these weird things, trying to trying to get into people's houses and 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 like watching people through like the windows and stuff like that. Uh, and he doesn't really seem to. That's the scariest thing is is like again that picture that I just showed. Uh, and if you and if you and again if you go to SAC Police on on any type of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, like you'll see this picture of this guy looking right into the camera, knowing that he's being recorded, knowing that he's getting video taken of them and really not caring. And it's the people who don't care that they're doing these things that are like the worst type of people to deal with. This guy just doesn't give a shit. So uh, yeah, hopefully they get this guy off the street sooner rather than later. Um, Again, they've increased the police presence in that area. And so I hope that they find them, but for everybody out there who lives in that area, um, just, just be safe, man. Like I, I know a handful of people who live down there. Um, and, and it is a little bit concerning that this guy's kind of just walking around, just wreaking havoc right now. Yep. Um, maybe the storm and the weather might keep him away for a little bit, but who knows, man? Uh, it's, it's, it's really creepy stuff. And, 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 and yeah, we, we just kind of made light of it made some jokes, but in all seriousness, uh, I wanted to talk about this just to bring some awareness to the yeah. situation because uh, obviously we live in the city. Uh, hearing about this is super unsettling. You know, if, if it was if it was somebody that we knew that was affected by this directly, um, it'd be scary. It'd, it'd be a really really scary situation. And and there was a there was a certain uh, one of his victims. So the the victim who had her house broken into while she was in the shower, who saw him as she got out of the shower, uh, run out of her bedroom. Uh, she actually went like. I, this is beyond me. Cause like she was so brave about this. She went on to, I think it was channel 13 and talked to channel 13 and, and was telling them her account. And a lot of people are like in that area buying locks and alarm systems, things like that. But she was like, 
she's such a boss. She was like, yeah, you know, I've had people offer me a place to stay in the meantime while they try to catch this guy, but uh, I'm not leaving. She's like, she's like, I shouldn't have to leave just because this guy's running around being a creep. And I was like, oh God, man, I wish, I wish I had that kind of courage and that kind of bravery because it kind of seems as if, if she, if she crossed paths with, with that guy again, that guy's getting his ass beat by that, by that girl. She's beating the shit out of, cause she yeah. seemed absolutely fearless. So big shout out to her. I, I don't remember her name, but if you look up CBS 13, if you Google it and you Google, you know, Midtown or East Sacramento, like peeping Tom or soccer, or whatever, I'm pretty sure you'll find the clip. Um, but yeah, she's badass and and I know there are many other strong women that might not even be intimidated by this guy, but it's still creepy. And hopefully everybody down there is, uh, is keeping themselves safe. Um, all right, Zach, let's see here. Uh, time do we have left real quick? The last week for the Kings, give me like a two or three minute review from what you've seen. Uh, all right. Well, I didn't watch the game tonight because, uh, I was, uh, what was I doing? Were you in class? I had a class. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had a class because they played at, they started at four, right? So yeah. It was a four o'clock okay. game. They played Orlando. Yeah. So I had a, I had class from 445 to six. And so I was trying to watch a little bit and then stream, stream just kind of just went boop. Um, so I was just like, all right, whatever. Um, I saw we won. Yeah. Beat Orlando. Beat the um, hell out of them. Yeah. What I was told though was uh, the game would just didn't look too appealing to the eye yeah it wasn't it wasn't aesthetically pleasing i caught most of the first half watched the end of the game refs just weren't calling anything our beloved De'Aaron fox who never gets a foul call definitely wasn't getting any tonight because nobody was getting foul calls in the first half uh but yeah pretty convincing win against uh you know not a bad not a bad magic team yeah uh who's who who did we last play i can't remember was it it wasn't new york was it uh that was the game before right yeah i think that was the game before we beat new york and then i think we lost to who did we just leave i don't know was it was was it was it the clippers it might have been the yeah i think i think it was the clippers again yeah you're right yeah it was because uh yeah 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 it was the clippers um i mean i don't know it's kind of i feel like we're just seeing some i don't want to say consistency of how we play because Mm. in terms of consistency I like to think of them positively. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess we still see the same thing from from this team. Um, I guess some different, some same. Uh, I mean, I guess I guess Fox is you know taking a little bit more of like leadership mm-hmm. than he has earlier this season so far. Um, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, obviously he's been playing a little bit better mm-hmm. um, over this last like what five games. He's been shooting pretty well. Yeah, um, play just playing like a lot smarter and, and not isoing on the three. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously Halliburton just doing what he does, you know. Uh, even it's it's the little things, you know. Kings fans, we get we get happy over the smallest things. Yeah, yeah. The bar set so low. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, I, I I just take every game for what it is. I'm just trying to see what this you know season yeah. just goes for us. Um. Other stuff going on in the league, obviously, is is pretty interesting. Uh, I know last last episode it was we, we mentioned Karis LeVert and stuff like that. He his uh, surgery went through successfully, right? Yes. So he, yes. he yeah he's out indefinitely. So, but that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, as yeah, man, the trade that saved his life, honestly, honestly, mm-hmm. and and the whole everything happens for a reason. Yeah, it's cliche. Yeah, some people will say it's corny, but 
that trade saved his life. And again, I'm still wondering why teams just, if you do an MRI and all these like hardcore physicals for every trade, I get why you would do that when players get traded. You want to make sure that they're healthy and completely okay for them to play for your team. But why aren't they getting these more often? Yeah. On their actual, on the, on their current teams, you know, like there, there should be no excuse. They have the resources. Uh, These are, you know, hundred million dollar sports franchises that are being run some even north of a billion. Uh, I, I, I'm just confused as to why these physicals don't happen more often. Like, could you imagine if he didn't get traded? Scary. It's a scary thought, but uh, yeah, his, his surgery uh, went well and he'll make a full recovery, but man, it's crazy to think that that trade saved his life. Um, yeah. But just real quick on the Kings, uh, my thoughts, we did have a couple of games postponed. So they were supposed to play Memphis twice. And many of us were looking forward to that for obvious reasons. Uh, If you're a Kings fan and if you've been living under a rock, uh, we all know that clown, Amin Al-Hassan of ESPN. He decided to just rag on our beloved De'Aaron Fox for no reason and and told, unprovoked, said that De'Aaron Fox is who, or John Morant is who De'Aaron Fox wishes he was. This was unprovoked, came out of nowhere. He was being asked a question about John Morant, and he decided to just make fun of De'Aaron Fox. And the thing about Amin is he's made fun of the Kings and Sacramento and the fan base for a long time. Uh, so if nothing else, he's very consistent. But many of us were looking towards this matchup because, uh, and Grizzlies fans who know the team very well will say this, you know, Chris Vernon of the Ringer, who I listened to on their mismatch podcast with Kevin O'Connor, Chris Vernon, he's a Grizzlies fan. And he said that last year, there were only a handful of times that John Morant looked like he was playing against somebody who was basically just like a big brother and was bullying him. And all four times that the Grizzlies played, or I think it was three times. Yeah. I don't think we ever got to that fourth matchup with the Grizzlies, but the three times that the Kings played the Grizzlies last year, Darren Fox absolutely made John Morant his son. So it's obvious. Yeah. Made him him look like a little fella. And so obviously, I mean, Alaska is not, not paying attention. That's not shocking. People don't pay attention to the Kings. We get it. But like, the guy obviously doesn't know what he's talking about. He just wanted to pick at some low hanging fruit or what he thought was low hanging fruit, low hanging fruit. He, he had a ton of fans in his mentions and was igniting this huge thing on Twitter. Darren Fox called him a bitch. Uh, pretty accurate description for me. Now Hassan, honestly. Um, yeah. I mean, the guy, the guy works on like the 19th best rated show on ESPN, uh, a show that, consistently makes fun of the Kings most of the time it's deserved but in this instance it wasn't uh the guy's just he's a piece of work honestly and and if he was so good at his old job then he would still have a job in that capacity he used to work in the front office for the Phoenix Suns uh earlier this past decade he doesn't work in a front office anymore he works on TV that should tell you all you need to know about the guy but many of us were looking forward to this matchup because we wanted Fox to vindicate himself we wanted Fox to go out there <laughs> and just absolutely destroy John Morant and make himself look good uh, didn't happen because COVID postponed those games because the Grizzlies had some COVID cases. Uh, to that, I say, Grizzlies, get it together, please. Uh, we know that COVID is no joke, but come on, stop going outside, stay stay at home, wear your masks, you know, and all that stuff. Uh, stop costing people. Ga- it also affected me in fantasy too because I have a couple of Kings players and then I didn't have them for a couple of games, so that sucks. But yeah, I, it, it's aside from the two games being postponed, which was a disappointment for many of us from a narrative standpoint. Uh, yeah, the, the Kings beat the Knicks. Um, Tyrese looked really good in that game. And today, uh, Wednesday, again, 
they look pretty good against the Magic. And the Magic don't have a very good offense, so I'm not quite sure if the Kings played good defense. But right now, the Kings are historically, at this pace, going to be the worst defense in NBA history. <laughs> they actually only allowed 105, 107 points or something like that tonight. So I think it was, yeah, somewhere around Yeah, so good for them. That That's roughly around the Magic's average. It's crazy. The Magic are towards the bottom of the league in scoring at about 105 points per game. Uh, 15 years ago, that would have been the number one scoring offense in the league. It's crazy how much the game has changed. But yeah, they only score 105 points a game. They were kept to around that average today. So good job, Kings. <laughs> and uh, hopefully that stays that way. I do think that even though I, uh, even though the two postponed games were a little bit of disappointment because we wanted to see that matchup, um, it, it afforded the Kings one thing that they just don't usually have during the season, and that's practice time. Practice time and time to recover because there are guys that had a couple knocks too, so they needed to heal up. And they looked like a much more organized, much more engaged team. Typically, we're used to the Kings getting off to really slow starts uh, against the Magic. They didn't. They got off to a pretty quick start and really kept their foot on the gas pedal, ended up winning by double digits. So good on them. Um, all right. The last thing we'll talk about, and it's because it's the one-year anniversary that just happened uh, yesterday, the 26th. Uh, Kobe and Gigi, a year ago, passed away tragically in the helicopter accident uh, one year from the date zach i mean how do you feel about it and are you still processing it uh it's crazy to even think that's been like a year yeah because this whole past year has felt like five <laughs> yeah um, no, it really has it yeah. really has um i remember where i was a year ago when it happened and i think i was uh i think i woke up for class no, it was on a, it was on a Sunday. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So, you know, so what it was, I was, I was going from my, from the cafeteria from getting breakfast to go to my dorm to eat it. And then I walk into my room and then my roommate just goes, bro, Kobe died. And I'm just like, what? And then I just started checking and everyone like, no one, no one was sure because everyone was just like on social medias and stuff like that. And everyone's just asking questions like what even happened and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously the big, like, you know, tragedy they passed and everything like that. Um, you know, his, 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 his influence in the game is still being lived on. Obviously all the NBA players who were close to him still try to like, you know, bring up black Mamba and just like Kobe and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, it's been you and yeah. one day, but yeah, it's felt like forever. And it still doesn't even feel like he like actually passed. I feel yeah. like it's like, I don't even want to believe that it even happened so far, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, obviously, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's just, it's just weird. Cause yeah. Man. Yeah. It's hard to even talk about it at length because, and it's just so crazy because we didn't know the guy, like we've never met him. You know, we've never, uh, I mean, you and I were, were you there for his last game in Sacramento? Uh, I, I don't think so. I oh, know you were, oh, never mind. The game I'm thinking of is you were there for the very last game at Arco. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was so I was there for his very last game here in Sacramento, which was also the very last season at Arco before we opened up the new arena. Um, yeah, I, I, I I'll just I'll never forget. It. I still have, I still have the ticket and everything. You know, like I'm probably gonna get it framed and hung up one day. Like I I I just he meant so much to obviously um, everybody who's a big fan of the NBA and just a big fan of basketball. Like everybody, if if they know you on a one name on, on a first name basis only, then you're you've got some influence uh kobe really was the first guy since jordan that really had the league in 
the guy had the league and really just the sport of basketball in the palm of his hand. He really did. Basically. He was such an influence. And growing up, you know, any any Kings fan, you know, typically like around my age will know that like growing up, like we didn't like him. <laughs> we didn't like him. We hated the guy. The guy owned us. The Lakers owned us. The Lakers absolutely owned the Kings. Um, and he was a big reason why. I hated him growing up. But at a certain point, I stopped hating him and started respecting the greatness, even when he was still ripping our hearts out. You know, like he, the what was supposed to be the very last game for the Kings in Sacramento in 2011 when they were supposed to move down to Anaheim. God, I still can't believe they're going to move down to Anaheim. But in 2011, the very last game of the season, you know, before the grassroots effort really, really started to keep the team here and really started catching momentum, uh, you know, the very last game of that season was against the Lakers. And the Kings had like a, they were down by 20, rallied back, tied the game. Uh, he hit a, sh- Kobe hit a shot to force overtime because of course. And then he took the very last chance to rip our hearts out and freaking ran with it because he's fucking Kobe. You know, like yeah. there's absolutely no doubt that this guy was going to come back and destroy us the one last time that we we're supposed to have a basketball game here in Sacramento. And I'll never forget after the game when he, when he was asked about, you know, the whole relocation thing and whether or not the team deserves to stay in Sacramento. He said, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The fans here are awesome. They deserve a team. They should move. There's no way that they should move. Like it doesn't make any sense. And I think from that point on, I think everybody in Sacramento, you know, their perception of the guy completely changed because he was on our side, you know, in his own way, he was on our side and he wanted us to stay. And yeah, it's just pretty crazy that five years later, uh, roughly I was in the house for his very last game. And, and I still, still remember the scenes. He dropped like 27, <laughs> he dropped 27 on the Kings in three quarters. Cause he didn't play the fourth. He was on a minutes restriction. And, uh, you know, still remember after the game when he's dapping up Lottie and Peja and, and, and dapping up all the Kings players. And I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll never forget it. And, and yeah, it was just such a surreal thing. You know, it was my dad who told me that he had passed away. He woke me up and he said, Hey, Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter accident. Um, if anybody else had told me that I would have thought that they were joking. Um, if it comes from your dad, it's probably true. Um, and yeah, just it was it's just a surreal feeling. Just thinking back on that day is surreal. Um, watching videos of Staples Center that day, surreal. Um, and the more and more details came out, you know, it just it just you just you just you just become more heartbroken and and you and and you just think to yourself, like, man, it's just so crazy how like this guy, again, that we didn't know, uh really meant a lot to a lot of people. And even on an individual level, it's just like, man, yeah, I, I never met this guy, but we all cried. We all, we all cried profusely over this guy that we didn't know, but meant so much to us. And we didn't even realize it. And, and a year and a year on, it's still, I think many of us are still trying to process it. And uh, I knew that yesterday was going to be hard because of all the tribute videos and all the tribute player, all the tributes that the players were doing and things like that in their games um, but it, it's, it's just a fact that we have to live with, you know, like, it's like every year around this time, we're just going to start thinking about it. Um, and it's, and, and, and you're absolutely right, dude, 2020 felt like a minimum of five years. And it's crazy to think that a week after Kobe died, the Niners had to go out there and play in a Super Bowl that they lost. And we're not even a year. It's not even, it hasn't even been a year since the, since the Super Bowl. It's, it's nuts. And it's just, it's just, it's, it's crazy to think about. Like, it feels like it has, but also at the same time, it does, I don't know. It's so weird. Like time just doesn't make any sense anymore. Um, 
And to think that we're not even a year since it hasn't been even a year since last Super Bowl is just crazy to me because it, I don't know, it's just it's it's just odd. Um, and really, the world hasn't been right since then. The world has completely fallen apart since Kobe Bryant died. Maybe he was a tie. He's a tie that binds. He was the thing that was holding everything together, and now everything has just completely gone to shit. We haven't even been able to leave our houses normally since he passed away. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just been crazy, kind of reflecting on it um, yesterday and 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 today. Um, and yeah, just rest in peace, Kobe and Gigi, man, seriously. And, and everybody else on the helicopter, um, you know, we, we, God, we, 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 miss them and, and not a day goes by. I don't think a day goes by without us. Like just randomly thinking like something to just randomly pop in our head, Kobe, you know, like can't believe he's gone. Um, all right. To close things out, shout outs who you got this week for the shout outs, Zach. <laughs> Shout out to Just Eat Takeouts. Yes, sir. Um, our uh, our boy Big Juice uh, <laughs> DM DM them after we uh, sent our group <laughs> chat a little video of them just you know cooking up cheese mm-hmm. on, on their on their on their giant you know iron skillet pan whatever you want to call it. Yep. And uh, Big Juice is a big th- cheese enthusiast, um, and so. Big Juice just DMs them and he goes, when I get to California, I need to have this, uh, you know, delicacy, whatever. How many, how many pounds of cheese did he say that he ate? Dude, he said, he said he eats a pound of cheese a week. <laughs> and the story that he was replying to was, yeah, they were, they were cooking, they were cooking cheese. I don't know if that's the right term, cooking cheese, but they have cheese on their, yeah. on their giant skillet, right? On their giant grill. Uh, and I believe the caption for the story was, do you love cheese? And it had the meter thing, right? Uh, where you can swipe the meter to show how much you love it. Yeah. To show how much you love cheese. Uh, I sent it to our Instagram group chat. Big juice takes that opportunity to reply to that story and say, I eat about a pound a week. <laughs> My good friend drew uh, has sent me, has sent me, has sent me, sent me this story. Uh, I live in, I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but, after COVID goes away, I'll be flying out to Sacramento to eat your cuisine, your fine cuisine or something like that. And, uh, and they, they replied and said, Hey dude, we appreciate that. Can we post this on it? Can we post this message on our store? And they tagged you. They tagged you. Yeah. They, Not even, they didn't even show big juice. Yeah, they did it. Cause they were like, they were like, they were like, they were like, we'll block out your name. Yeah. And, and it's so funny that they offered to block out his name because they know how out of pocket it was that he mentioned that he, he eats a pound of cheese. A week. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to expose him for being a freaking psychopath. And it's true. It's, it's, it's sadly true because big juice just sent it like a Snapchat and it just goes dinner. And it's, it's just like a, like a, like a Dixie plate of just shredded cheese on top of the plate. And all it just says is dinner. Oh my God. Yeah. He's, he's been uh, really, he's been really, he's been, he's been consistently on the, uh, just the pure cheese diet. Yeah. So yeah, uh, dare, yeah. What comes in just goes straight out with big juice. Yeah. Is what he's going. It goes right through him. Uh, but yeah, big shout out to jets and big juice. Anybody else you want to shout out? Uh, you know, I know how we make, how many times we make jokes. Uh, with our friend group and everything um but shout out the discord homies um they be carrying me and val because okay uh, i'm a dog water as what they say yeah uh, Val- probably, valorant for those of you who don't yeah know. valorant sorry valorant the game that uh you know 
brings me just pure agony and pain. Um, you know, but shout out them. Uh, and, uh, you know, shout out. No, that's it. <laughs> oh, change them. Change your mind at the last second there. Um, no, nah, I just can't think of anybody. I thought okay, but... gotcha. All right. Uh, uh, my, I mean, we've already talked about Karis Levert, but again, shout out to him. Wishing you a speedy recovery. Um, my shout out for this week is going to go to uh, to PXG. They make golf clubs. Typically, they sell their stuff for very very high price. It was one of those brands when and and, and I golf a lot. Anybody who follows me on social media or just knows me knows that uh i love the game of golf um but pxg they're they're they make clubs and typically they price their stuff very high they're known for very very highly priced equipment uh during the pandemic though they decided to switch up their uh, their marketing tactic and they said you know we're gonna we're gonna make cheaper clubs and we're gonna knock off the price of some of our more expensive gear too and so i got a huge plug I shouldn't say plug because everybody was getting this deal, but they are selling a, 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 their brand new line of clubs for basically half the cost. I was like, look, I can't pass up this deal. And I said, Uncle Donnie, thanks. Because I took that 600 bucks that he sent me and I put it towards these golf clubs, <laughs> which uh, might not be the most responsible thing to do, but I did it anyways. It was too good to, too good of a deal to pass. Uh, I got a chance to to they 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 came in uh, the other day. I finally got a chance to hit them at the driving range before. And right now we're in the midst of a storm. Probably won't be able to go outside for like a week and hit golf balls. So decided that yesterday was a good day to do it because that's before everything just completely went to shit weather wise. Um, went to the driving range. Went to our beloved Hagen Oaks driving range, and they feel fantastic. They're great golf clubs worth every cent, especially considering that I got such a great deal on them. Um, so big shout out to PXG making superior golf equipment and uh, finally glad to be a part of the PXG family. I actually posted uh, a story with, with my new irons on my Instagram, uh, on my Instagram story uh, and they reposted it. So, I mean, you and I basically have a sponsor now. PXG yep. sponsors us. Uh, we're basically PXG ambassadors. So uh, now you play golf. Zach doesn't even play golf. You go to Top Golf though, so same thing. Yeah. Um, I scored forty at Top Golf. Yeah, there you go. Golf. Yeah, yeah. You, you you've had plenty of forty point rounds at Top. I've gone to golf links on Splash and Rose Golf. Yeah, oh, so. dude, yeah, exactly. Like that was like our second home growing yeah. up. So, yeah, big shout out to PXG. And uh, if you guys need like a promo code or anything like that, we can't give you one. But what we can tell you is <laughs> what we can tell you is they've got a great sale going on until the end until the end of this month, which is uh, let's see. February is in like four days. So you either take advantage of it now or you don't take advantage of it. Uh, go to their website, check out all their stuff. They've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, maybe they'll hear this and maybe if we drive some revenue towards them, they'll give us some more free stuff or some free stuff. I don't know why I said more. They haven't given me anything for free. I've paid for their stuff. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe they'll show us some love if we, uh, if we shout them out. So big shout out to PXG. Proud new member of the PXG family. I'm really excited to go out and play my first round with them. Um, I one, think that'll one, do it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one more. One, one more. more shout out because uh, behind my Zoom screen, I have my Spotify. Mm. And I was just thinking, what song is playing? Uh, and the song playing has nothing to do with anyone who I'm trying to out. It just made me think of who I've been listening to. Mm. Uh, anyways, the song I'm playing is Free Lunch by Isaiah Rashad. Great song if you listen to. Mm. Uh, but I was just thinking of the music I've been listening to. Um, and I think you and me both would appreciate the shout out 
So shout out Kiana Lede. Oh, God. Yes. I've just been, I just, I just been re- re-listening to her, her album, mm. which has no misses, by the way. So. None. None. Front, she don't, she don't front, to, front to back and the deluxe edition as well. I, yeah. I just got her, I just got her album on vinyl last week. Exactly. And oh God. Yeah. We love, we love Kiana. We are a pro Kiana Lede yep. podcast. We stand. We stand and we have no choice but to stand. She was screwed out of a Grammy nomination this year. Okay. Like the Grammys are whatever, but if we're talking heat, quantity and quality on an album for an R&B album, uh, look no further than Kiki by Kiana Lede. An incredible album. And anybody who is is hip to her and knows her knows that that's 100% true and that she got absolutely screwed out of a Grammy nomination. But yeah, we love Kiana Lede. God, Kiana Lede, if you're listening to this, uh, we would like to take you on a date. Yeah. Uh, Tamara Fuku. Yeah, Tamara Fuku, San Francisco. If you want to go with both of us, that's cool. If you want to go with one of us, at different times, you know, if you want to go with both of us at different times, you know, we can, we can, we can slot you in. Um, yeah. We need to make sure that we're free though. We got to check our calendars. We're very, very important people. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, if you ever hear this, um, yeah, holler at us. It'd be really cool to hang out and go get some ramen in San Francisco. <laughs> God, this is what it's come to. We're begging, <laughs> we're begging, we're begging R&B singers to go on dates with us on our podcast. If you're listening, everyone tag Kiana Lede. Yeah, please. DM her our podcast specifically this. Uh, yeah, specifically this, this clip. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna clip this. This will be <laughs> yeah, our promo clip. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody, you need to tag Kiana Lede. Repost yep. this on your stories. Tag mm-hmm. Kiana Lede so she sees it, and that maybe she'll go on a date with us when things get back to normal. We'll go to Marafuku in San Francisco, and we're gonna have a great time. So, yeah. uh, Cafe Macho Micro. Yeah, after, the, so. the, the possibilities are endless. So yeah, Come Kiana on. Lede. If Who's if you end up seeing day? this, if you end up seeing this. Please go on a date with us. We're begging you. <laughs> All right. Uh, that'll do it for this week, guys. Thanks for tuning in again. Uh, every week I look at the numbers and I'm just like, I can't believe people are still actually listening to us. <laughs> but they are They're listening to us. So shout out to you guys. Seriously, that'll be our last shout out for the week uh, from both of us. Uh, big shout out to all the listeners, man. Seriously. So yeah, uh, I hope everybody's doing well, staying safe, staying healthy. Uh, keep wearing those masks and uh, wash your hands wash your hands and hopefully the icu start opening up because man those numbers are not looking good but uh we'll get there guys we'll get there unless the vaccine turns us into zombies we'll get there just remember you just wait yeah you just wait it'll get colder yep it'll get colder big shout out to uncle donnie too all right guys we'll talk to you again next week everybody take care